Classic hip hop shit. Dr. DRE, Rose and Jay. Let's get them. We started out mopping floors, and now we front row at the awards. Number one for the last 20 years. If you real, motherfucker, scream cheers. Motherfucker, scream cheers. Yeah. And it is what it is. Welcome back to another episode of the Three Kings Podcast. It's your unfriendly neighborhood podcast providing news, politics, and opinions with a uh, hip-hop flair to it. I'm your gracious host, T-Serve. So, welcome back, everybody. I want to introduce you guys to uh, my two very distinguished co-hosts. Let's start off with uh, White Moderate Rob, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, studio audience. What's going on, White Moderate Rob? Man, I'm just uh, chilling, man. Yeah? Yeah, you know, got my caffeine here and I'm um, ready to go. Look, what are you drinking? You drinking coffee? What was that, iced coffee? Yeah, Starbucks, iced coffee. Don't you know we off Starbucks? I mean, after the whole uh, fiasco you know, last year, you know, we, we stopped drinking Starbucks, you know that. <laughs> Y'all did. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Not, no, this, not me. This is your resistance, people. This is your resistance. All right. No unity here. So let's uh, move on to my second very distinguished co-host. He's your favorite mass hole. It's T Black, ladies and gentlemen. going on, T-Black? Hey, man, living the dream. Living the dream. Super Bowl Eve is the new you know, national holiday for, you know what I'm saying, New England Patriots. Mm. It's going to be a very sad day tomorrow. <laughs> very sad day. I'm recording on Saturday. <laughs> day before. Every year, Super Bowl Eve. Every, every Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? It'll be just like last year. God, if you're listening. <laughs> I really don't even believe in you, but if you're out there, please. Please. I mean, just the fact that Tom Brady has five rings just tells you there's no God. All right. Ah, two original haters. I mean, that's, what I that's enough evidence I need. Dear football gods, please. <laughs> the old, the new. Six Super Bowls coming right up. The many faced gods, please. <laughs> please, I cannot live if this motherfucker has six rings, man. Oh, man. So, what's been going on, guys? Uh, man, just trying to survive winter, man. So, yeah, it's been it's been super cold. Like, uh, just in the past like a uh, week or so, it's been kind of crazy. And it was snowing uh, here uh, in DC anyway. I know you guys got some snow in New York too, T. Right? Yep. Yeah. Well, a little bit of snow, but just brick, man. That <laughs> right. all is out. Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I just got back from uh, Barcelona and Lisbon, so um, yeah, just got right. back a week ago. So. It was dope, honestly. Barcelona's great. Um, it's like a, a more uh, a more modern city, I would say. Mm. It's really cool. We went to see uh, um, uh, the Barcelona football team play, so we saw Messi play and shit like uh, that. And okay. It was really cool. Um, yeah, we just like checked out the city or whatever, hung out, walked a lot, you know, ate. ate How well, was the weather? Well, weather was nice, actually. It was like in the like low 50s, high okay. 40s, something okay. like that. I mean, in January, that's that's pretty fucking good. I mean, it's that Mediterranean climate, so yeah. it doesn't get like it won't get like super cold, like thirties or whatever. So it was, well, it won't get like the low thirties. Maybe it got like to like maybe thirty nine at the at the absolute lowest. Okay. But it wasn't it wasn't bad at all, honestly. It's not like here. Okay. So definitely not like here. So so it was good. It was a good it was what? a good time. And Lisbon was great too. Lisbon was like I even like Lisbon better because it's like more like. It feels like a more old world Europe. Uh. So it's not like it's not it's. People describe have described it as like uh, hipster Europe, essentially. So I mean, it's it's not like as a, it doesn't has that like uh, modern feel like uh, like Barcelona does, but it's like it's really cool, cool place. How um, how far are they from each other? Uh, it's like a two hour flight from two one hour? to the other. Okay, yeah. okay. So it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Damn, I don't know why. Why did I think like uh, like you know their soccer? I thought their season. I thought it was. I don't know why I thought it was in like spring or something. Now the season starts like um, in uh, August and lasts through like May. So <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it's a long season. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a long wow. season. That's longer so. than our basketball season. Yeah, exactly. Shit. <laughs> at least they only play like once a week. Well, sometimes they play twice a week, but usually they play once a week. So okay, it's not too bad for them. So don't feel bad for them. So shit. So they yeah. make, they, make, they earn a pretty penny. <laughs> Messi sure does. Yeah, they all. Yeah, if you're if you're yeah, if you're in Barcelona, you're, you're making some serious money. Some serious money. They get money. paid better than some of these, um, you know, our teams over here. The NBA, baseball, they get, they get paid. 
Messi. Shit, if you're, yeah, if you're a top player, yeah, you sure are. Yeah. I, I think I think Messi Messi makes like I think I'm gonna say like maybe thirty five million or so a year. Yeah, just and that's that's just for like uh, the team the team paying. That's not even endorsements. Yeah, before after endorsements, he might be close to like a hundred. Yeah, it's like a hundred, close to yeah. it. I think he's like he yeah after after endorsements like a hundred. I mean it's it's he's he's one of the most most um, highly paid athletes, him and Ronaldo. So so yeah, I should have stuck with soccer, bro. <laughs> I was a hell of a player. You were? Did I tell you I scored three goals in one game? Uh, who you, Al Bundy now or something? <laughs> three goals, one game. Was, was, was there any defense in this uh, in this game that you speak of? There were, but shit, I was good, man. <laughs> how how, was, how, how was, old were you when you scored these I was like Messi. Uh, maybe 11th grade. All right. I was really quick and fast. So the, you're the Kenyan Messi? Yeah, he's the he's he's, he's the Argentine. He's the Argentinian Rob. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. I'll make sure to let him know that. I'm sure. Okay, all right. Well, you know, you know what uh, what ball to give your uh, your kids when they when they when they uh, they grow up. Yeah, they have the genes. So give them a fucking soccer ball. Yes, sir. That's for sure. <laughs> so you guys uh, ready to get these mathematics? Let's do it. It's mathematics. Mighty most definitely. It's simple mathematics. Check it out. I'll revolve around science. What are we talking about here? Mighty most definitely. It's simple mathematics. That's right. It's simple mathematics. We talk about the news and events going around around the country and around the world. So let's start off with um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. So recently, uh, she went on to on national television and said that uh, the United States should uh, tax incomes above ten million dollars at a seventy percent rate, sixty to seventy percent rate. Uh, in response, uh, some centrist pundits uh, pronounced the Democratic Party dead by political suicide. Uh, there was never much evidence uh, for this assessment. Uh, in in uh, public opinion polls, uh, raising taxes on the rich uh, consistently ranks as one of the most popular ideas. In American politics, uh, more, moreover, uh, political science research suggests that the American people's resentment of the wealthy is bitter and deep. And in the not too distant past, uh, Democrats succeeded in leveraging such resentment for political gain. What do you guys think about this? Yeah, man. Shouts out to my butter pecan Rican. Call you Poppy. Yeah. Shouts out to her, man. I mean, and you know she's on the right track because she's got all these motherfuckers scared, right? They got Sean Hannity has been uh, attacking her and demonizing her on his show since she was elected, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Democrats are secretly having talks about trying to primary her. Um, so you know she's on the right track, you know, and. Um, I think there's a conversation that, that we should be having. It's long overdue, right? Um, <clears throat> the fact that the American worker, their income has been stagnant for a very long time now, right? Mm-hmm. Even though the productivity has been going up. Um, and this is not, like, it's, not, it's nothing new, taxing the rich. Matter of fact, uh, like, people should understand, when we talk about, when we have nostalgia about America, we think about the 50s. Right, mm-hmm. they leave it to Beaver. That time period. Mm-hmm. Um, let's leave out the the racism, <laughs> racism. Right, minus that. It, it wasn't good for everybody. But um, at those times, after uh, the, the the Wall Street crash in the '30s, when FDR came into power, he pushed a lot of uh, uh, policies aimed at uh, taxing the, the wealthy. You know. A lot of money, like some of the uh, marginal tax cuts. I mean, tax rates were up to ninety percent, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And this is the money that we took, and then we built, you know, stuff like the interstate uh, highway, mm-hmm. um, which allowed people to to move out into the suburbs and, you know, create business. Uh, we keep, we built the Hoover Dam. Um, we're able to pay for people's, uh, you know, uh, schools through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the GI Bill, mm-hmm. and all these programs because they could be paid for by taxing rich people. Mm-hmm. Come to the 1980s, Reagan cut taxes. It didn't give people an incentive to, first of all, you didn't have any public money to make these huge investments, right? And then for companies, um, because there's no high tax rates, there's no incentive for them to reinvest that money back into the business. Mm-hmm. They'd rather just take all their profits and 
dole it out to their shareholders. Yep. Right? So I think my hope, I mean, I'm glad that um, people, uh, you know, these types of ideas, and then, and then, you know, Warren also has some interesting ideas. So I'm glad to see that they have high approval rating, which lets me know, like, people, people are angry, you know what I mean? And f- finally, hopefully we can just get together and take it out on the people who really deserve it. You take know it out I mean? on the rich? Hell yeah. It's more of us and they are of them, man. Okay. Okay. What do you think, T-Black? You know, at first I was a little angry and hot. I said, 70%? How damn, what's the point of being a capitalist in this country? Shit, maybe like calm your ass down. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, though, I think that, you know, with Reagan, like you mentioned, Rob, it was at 70%. He lowered it down to 50 and somewhere in the middle, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? I definitely think, you know, as you know, with the wealthy in this country and the 1%, it's been running amok for the past, you know, few decades now. It's out of control. Well, several decades, I should say. Yeah, 40 and, um, years. Yeah, it's to the point where, you know, the gap is huge, right, between, the you know, the average income of a CEO versus, you know, their, you know, top employees or top line workers, for that matter. It's like a ridiculous percentage, you know. It's just asinine. It's almost like CEOs, you know, they could just basically look forward to fucking up and not really putting forward any effort or anything while their workers, while their worker productivity, you know, like we've mentioned, you know, in this podcast and many others, it's, it's been going through the roof, but yet pay has been stagnant. So there has to be something. And I, and I shout out AOC, man. Like, she is definitely ruffling the feathers in D.C., man, like, you just see it. She's on TV. She's like the, I call it, you know, she's definitely, you know, the, the, the female Bernie Sanders. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and and let me, you, you gotta love her energy. She coming in with fresh ideas. She, it looks, she's straight up like, yo, she's just on some, like, you know, New Ava Rican. You know what I mean? She's like, so that's, gully, that's, too. Not scared. Not scared. Not scared. Like, scared. I ain't scared of nobody. You know, what's up? You know, she, she believes has in big eyes when she gets excited and she's she's a cute chick too, just getting it in. But more or less though, she's giving a new energy, you know what I'm saying? To DC and um and to Congress and waking up the nation and you're right, she got the right wing shook because she's our left wing just going hard, you know, mm-hmm. for people and for people's rights. So Yeah. I yeah. think I'm actually cool. And I just wanna add on to what you say. CEO pay right now is like for the average worker. CEO pay is 400 times what the average worker earns. Back in the 1950s and 60s, the the CEO pay was like 35 times the average worker. Mm -hmm. So if you want to see an indicator of how badly the American worker has been screwed, that's it right there. Um, Okay. Um, and, my, and as far as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she also has uh, indicated uh, support for reparations. So I wanted to put that out there also. So she, she gets my vote as far as, at least right now. Um, so um, let's talk about this uh, whole like um, CEO pay versus uh, worker pay. I mean, how, how would um, like an increase in, um, in, ta- in a ta- marginal tax rate affect like a, a worker worker pay? Uh, because I don't really see, I mean, I, I see, you know, how it would help, like, as far as uh, re- some kind of redistribution of wealth or creating, creating more jobs, velocity of money. Obviously, when it comes to, um, when it comes to uh, um, spending, you want poor, middle class, the poor people to have money because they're the ones who are going to spend it. If you give rich people money, they're just going to hoard it and, and keep it, keep it somewhere in the banks. And they're not going to have any what you call velocity of money, which is where the money keep recycling, gets, gets passed on and on and on through communities. And uh, it just like uh, goes around and around instead of staying stag- stagnant. But I don't see how... Um, uh, like just increasing a marginal tax rate uh, by from to by seven, to seventy percent would uh, would increase uh, would would make things equitable as far as you know uh, CEO pay versus uh, versus worker pay. I think that's that's something that's something different to me. It is, it is. But I'm just, I'm glad that we're having this conversation, right? Because we kind of deify rich people um, and corporations, so. Along with that, it's got to be corporations have to start kicking in. I agree. You know what I mean? Because the higher their taxes are, the more money they're going to keep inside the business. Mm -hmm. And they're going to invest in machinery. They're going to invest in their workers because they don't want to pay that tax. Mm -hmm. But what do you you think about uh, just the fact that they would be able to just like – I mean most – 
the big companies, they're all multi multinational corporations, so they're all going to be incorporated in, multi in multiple places. So just like how Apple did it, Apple, Apple, they had like billions and billions and billions of dollars mm -hmm. stashed abroad. Um, so I mean, they were paying a pretty pretty low low tax rate because they were basically claiming, oh, this income is generated in Ireland or is generated in the Caymans or whatever it is. So they're not, they they wind up paying a, 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 le a lesser amount. You know what I like? I like. Uh, Elizabeth Warren's idea, mm -hmm. where she says, if you if your wealth, we're gonna tax your wealth, not your, just your income. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna if you're over fifty million, you get taxed two percent on your total wealth. If you are over a billion, it's like three percent or something. Mm -hmm. That's supposed to raise like two trillion dollars over ten years. Mm -hmm. So you know, so we can come up with ways to tax them if they don't want to bring that money in. Yeah, but how how would you tax? I mean. That, all that means is that you know people would like keep more of their wealth out abroad. You know why 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 would, why would you keep your wealth uh, in the in the U.S.? You would just like you would just transfer all that all that wealth to wherever to wherever the uh, European country or Caribbean country, whatever it is. So I don't I, I don't really see how how it's enforceable. I mean it, I mean I think I think you could you could do things like increasing the corporate tax rate, but I think people are people are going to find ways around it essentially. I'm sure they are, you know, but with Warren's idea, uh, they will be able to tax their wealth wherever their money is, mm -hmm. right? So that's something, like, you know, I don't know, I'm not a tax expert by, by any uh, imagination, so I don't know the mechanism. Yeah. But I'm 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 with it by own spirit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's time these motherfuckers started paying. I agree. Uh, so. T, you have something to say? I mean, no, I agree. I mean, they have to come up with creative ways and you know as we're talking about you know stashing money like i know back in the day switzerland was always the the the, the um, location of choice for a lot of them you know to stash money and get and to get away with you know bringing money back and repatriating their money and back into the states and of course the bahamas was always another location or bermuda was it, was it bermuda damn i'm mixing up cayman islands cayman islands yeah, cayman islands, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, they just have to figure out ways to really, you know, use some forensic accounting of some sort to really try to track down those funds. And, yeah, just, you know, it, it, you know, get them to pay their fair share, because I think for too far too long, these corporations are just getting away with murder. And, you know, dumb fuck, of course, you know, lower the tax rates or whatever on corporations. But you see, yeah, they, they spend, but they hoard, too. I mean, that's yeah. just the natural behavior, right? If you give, unfortunately, it's a, it's a new behavior, rich people. When they get more, they hold more. Yeah, just the way it goes. The trickle down economic theory doesn't work. So yeah. I agree with everything that y'all saying. And it's not just Republicans, by the way. Democrats have been have been, have been complicit yeah, in this whole thing. You know, that's why they're so scared of her, man. Because if, if we get people that actually work for the American people that are not bought by corporations, these are the type of shit that that can happen, man. When somebody does not take money from corporations, you know. Right. They, there's no they're demonizing her on TV because they can't. There's nothing they can take away from her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree. I also agree in spirit, but at the same time, you know, when it comes to like um tax taxes and everything, you 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 get you don't get taxed on uh, what you on what you make in the U.S. as far as the U.S. code. You get taxed on what you make worldwide. Mm -hmm. But I mean, obviously, you can't like you, you the U.S. government isn't going to be able to like f like see what you made. You know in the Cayman Islands or where, wherever it is, all these all these different places. That's how they're they're able to hide a lot of their a lot of their assets. So I think this would be the same it would be the same thing if they did what uh, Elizabeth Warren said about her wealth. I mean, they would just like keep stash their money in uh, the Cayman Islands and, and just bring it over when whenever they need it. So I, I agree with it. I agree with it in spirit, but I think it's I think unless you're able to like forge some uh, some sort of treaties or forge some sort of like ways to uh, to make these countries like play ball. I think a lot of it, a lot. I think you're you're gonna be you're you're gonna be missing out on a vast majority of what you're trying to do. Yeah. And they could do, you know, the U.S. government. They could do whatever they want. They got, you know, what I'm saying. Where well, there's a will, Swiss. there's a way. Yeah, Credit Suisse. <laughs> they got them to start snitching in Switzerland. Start snitching on people who had money stashed over there. If they, you know, if they yeah, want okay. it in that some sort of policy, they can. But yeah. you know, again, it's all in theory. We're all talking in terms of the ideal. So we'll see. But you know, shout out AOC, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Us up. I agree. I agree. So next up, let's talk about uh, Donald Trump's golf course. So um, a um, new story in the Washington Post just came out uh, that talked about uh, Donald Trump's golf course and how it had uh, undocumented workers 
um, for a long time and then recently fired them amid the showdown over the border wall. They interviewed a lot of uh, workers who had been uh, uh, working on Donald Trump's course for years. And uh, as soon as the, um, the whole brouhaha over the, uh, the funding for the wall hit, then they brought them in and they said they, they conducted some sort of quote-unquote review of their, their uh, papers and they saw, found that they were fraudulent and then they fired them uh, for being illegals. What do you guys think about this story? Um, <laughs> so I had, I had an epiphany uh, when, um, when I was reading this story. Mm-hmm. Um, it finally occurred to me, Trump does not care about illegal immigration. He doesn't want to stop it. The whole fucking fight over the wall is just some symbolism. Wait a minute. This is this is breaking news. <laughs> let me let me explain. Right? Um Donald Trump is in the hospitality industry, right? The his hospitality industry depends on illegal <laughs> workers. You know what I mean? That's why the chief hater of immigrants in this country still had illegal immigrants working for him, ironing his drawers, um, you know, washing his bed sheets. Like, they were had house keys to uh, Eric Trump's residence at that golf course, right? So, the wall is just a symbolism, because if they really wanted to get rid of illegal immigration, when I started looking into it, the one tool that has worked consistently is E-Verify. E-Verify takes the, 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 the worker's documents and it matches them up to what the federal government has. So you can identify people who are uh, using fake uh, Social Security numbers. Mm-hmm. And in states where it's required at the state level, like Arizona, they saw illegal immigration go down by 30%, right? In other states like South Carolina, it was working so well, like the businesses had to tell the government, hey, Stop enforcing this shit. <laughs> Stop enforcing it because we're losing workers and we cannot compete with other states. We, we can't compete internationally. So this whole thing is a farce, man. Like Republicans will not talk about E-Verify because they're going to piss off so many business owners, mm-hmm. people who own hotels, casinos, like uh, Alderson, whatever his name is. Sandy uh, Alderson, yeah. The guy from uh, Las Vegas, yeah, who owns the casinos, yeah, and he's like one of the the biggest donor actually mm-hmm. after the Koch brothers. Mm-hmm. They will not piss him off. The Marriotts, the Hiltons, when Steve Wynn, yeah, yeah. So they will never pass measures that actually work. And you know, fuck man, this whole thing. Everybody's at each other's throats over immigration. The guys that can actually do something about it are not going to do anything about it, man. Mm-hmm. Like. Trump loves it, shit. But he's so cynical, he'll just create a fight <laughs> with some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's theater, man. All this shit is theater. Yeah, I mean, you know, Trump, he's the biggest panderer we got. You know what I mean? I mean, really, you call him panderer-in-chief, if you think about it, you know what I mean? He's definitely going to sit here and try to make it look like he's, you know, fighting for, you know, you know, um, fighting against, excuse me, illegal immigration, but yeah, he's, you know, I mean, this dude, he's been doing this for years, like the lady said, you know, in the article, she worked here for 15 years, they been working for this dude for over a decade prior to him even having these um, presidential candidate aspirations, you know what I mean, so, you know, he, he's like, who are you fooling, but again, his base, you know, I'm not going to say deplorables, but simpletons, who don't think things through, and they're going to sit there and think he's enforcing his, you know, his policies and, and, and his campaign promises, the dude's just full, he's full of shit. I mean, we all know that, we, you know, people who are on the common sense side of the fence, of the wall, <laughs> we know that he's just, you know, full of shit. And, you know, again, they all know what time it is, man. They know that, you know, the undocumented work in this country is the economic engine of this country. Keeping the service industry, I mean, we all... You know, who have any kind of office environment job. Come on, dog. You already know. They're not saying, they're not talking, you know, in the the English vernacular. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you that now. You know what I mean? So stop kidding yourselves. Don't play yourself. Uh, The thing thing about it is that, I mean, it's, I mean... We've known that, but like the the it's capital, it's uh it's U.S. capital that doesn't want doesn't want um 
uh, legal immigration to stop, obviously. Because uh, illegal, illegal immigration, they're able to, with illegal immigrants in the, in the country, they're able to get like cheap workers, essentially. You're able to get uh, workers that are willing to, uh, to work for cheap, that won't request any vacation time. You don't have to give them any kind of benefits. And uh, if, uh, if, they do, if they do anything, then you can just kick them out. They don't have any, any kind of legal recourse or anything because mm-hmm. guess what? They're illegals. So when you have, a lot of, when you have illegal immigrants, they, they depress wages because they're, they, don't, they can't form a union. They can't, they, can't, they can't request anything. They can't request any kind of uh, increased pay, any kind of any. So they're basically at the, uh, at the mercy of, of the employer, whatever, whatever they, they deem uh, them, uh, them, them they're worthy to, uh, of getting. So I mean that's 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 um, that's fairly that's fairly obvious to me, but um, one thing that I think that would um, that would uh, um, help as far as uh, you know um, if if they really want to re- reduce the number of illegal immigrants, why not finding the companies that employ illegal immigrants? I mean you see some some some, some sort of wait shit a minute show. wait a minute you can't send good white people to jail they're business owners <laughs> exactly <laughs> they're business owners you know they're they're. The backbone of this country. <laughs> Jail. What, what kind I mean, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not gonna send, uh, you're not gonna send Wall Street people to jail. I mean, well, you wouldn't. You're not gonna send uh, anybody else to jail. So, I mean, as far as business owners, it'd so. be so many. Like, oh my god, man! Like the whole our agricultural industry will just fall apart. It'd be so much disruption, and because, and what you say, those workers are dependable, right? They're made to be dependable because they don't have options. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So the pay sucks. They don't expect to be uh, promoted. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of the Trumps, uh, one of, one of the employees at that golf course, actually told her, <laughs> "You're illegal." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was the way she he used to threaten them and talk to them. You know what I mean? So it's a very cynical fucking game, man. No, if you if you if you if you find if you find companies for for hiring illegal immigrants, that you're gonna get you're gonna see like. A lot fewer illegal immigrants working. I mean, if I mean, if people talk about how you know you uh, you need illegal immigrants, but I mean, who was who was doing all this work, all this work before uh, illegal immigrants? There was a ton of a flood of illegal immigrants in this country. Black people. I mean, there were there were there were. There, I, I read stories about how um, there was like um, uh, poultry poultry producers in uh, like North Carolina, and uh, this was like maybe ten years ago. And uh, when uh, they, they were like they had like several hundred employees, and it was like eighty percent illegals, mm-hmm. and there would be an ice raid. Um, and uh, as soon as there was an ice raid, you know, everybody gets gets caught, everybody gets gets the story out of the country or whatever. And pretty much overnight, the uh, the 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 the, uh, the company it goes from like being eighty percent eighty percent Latino to like seventy uh, percent black. So you, what you what you have what you have is is you have a lot of a lot of people who are who are depressing depressing the wage base the depressing the wage scale who are who are um, who are take, taking over jobs from from native from native people and uh, be because just because uh, white capital American capital wants it because they can they can hire people and not have to give them anything then it's it's, it's to their benefit so that's that's what they want. Essentially. But also, like especially in agriculture, there's always been a lot of uh, immigrants coming into this country. Uh, they used to have guest visas up until like maybe like the 1940s, 50s, I think. Um, so they used to come from Mexico, do their work, and then they'll they'll leave, right? Um, but like some of the some of those jobs, like some of the states that that did uh, institute e-ver- mandatory e-verify, they had to stop enforcing it. Because even when the American workers, came, American workers just could not work those jobs, like because those jobs are temporary to them. Because American workers have you know options, man. Like you know, if you're an American worker, you might work at a poultry farm, but how long are you going to work there? Like if you, you know. if you pay them enough, they will. If you pay if you pay them like peanuts, then or like or minimum wage, who's 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 going to be who's going to really going to take that? I mean, all that, that that's what that's what we're talking about. Like if 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 people if you, if you're like working at at some of these places, if you're able to form a union, you're yeah. able to you're able to to, to basically uh, to get come together and and require require these things. Then then yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, even if it's illegal immigrants, I want them to you know that's a fifteen dollar you know uh, minimum wage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it's it's uh like I say this whole 
discussion, debate that they're having is, is not genuine because they don't want to do anything because their donors will not let them do anything. No. Right? So they demonize the immigrants. You know, like you say, they're not going to arrest business owners. No. But the business owners are breaking immigration laws the same way that illegal immigrants are breaking uh, exactly. immigration laws. So, yeah. You oh. know, so I just, just step back and I say, you know what? I'm not even going to be... I'm not going to be angry about this shit anymore because it's a farce. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like illegal immigration is here to stay, man. People might as well get used to it. All they all they want is symbols. They want symbols of you know and make make it look make it look that like they're they're trying, but they're really not. The things that they that, that would actually be that would actually be helpful. Uh, the business business doesn't want so so business isn't going to get right. And it works both ways because now you galvanize your voters. Yeah, they're passionate. They come out there and vote, and they'll <laughs> such a such a crazy game. They'll vote for uh, Republicans who don't do anything for the people except protect businesses even more, cut their taxes, cut the right taxes for the rich people. So somebody like Donald Trump doesn't have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. He wins either way. Yep. Yep. Basically. Basically. So let's move on to uh, the next story. So um, Kamala Harris recently, uh, recently declared, um, put her head in the ring for uh, the presidency of the United States in 2020. And uh, she's been getting a lot of press, and she's been getting a lot of pushback uh, on her policies, on her uh, her record, based on her, uh, her being the uh, the DA in San Francisco and uh, and the Attorney General in California. So there have been uh, several articles written about about her uh, concerning uh, what the things that she's done, and people are like are saying that she she's basically not a good candidate because she did a lot of fucked up things uh, in those positions. What do you guys think about uh, Kamala Harris and what she's done in her record? Man. <sighs> I'm going to rent. <laughs> Feel free to jump in whenever, man, because... Hey, Ray! Ashley wrote down my points because I didn't want to. I did not want to miss my uh, anything that I wanted to talk about, man. Come out of here! I didn't know anything about this lady, man, until uh, she decided to run for president. Like really? I just knew she was a senator from California, but I didn't know. I didn't know her background. I didn't know what she had done. You know. Oh man, when we started looking into her, that article, it was just like the more I read, the angrier I got. Like. She has the nerve to call herself a progressive, progressive prosecutor. <laughs> okay, let's just talk about some of the things. The most egregious, she went against the early release uh, of prisoners from California jails, even though the, the, the Supreme Court ordered it because um, overcrowding, uh, uh, I forgot what they called it, but... They basically told California, you have to release people because those jails are overcrowded, right? He was breaking a lot of things in the amendment. Um, so. Um, I just, I just want to mention that uh, I said that like uh, about a year ago on Three Kings podcast. So did I, you? I did, so. Now, now you know what? I, you've always been very hostile to her, and I didn't know why, but now I fully understand. Oh, my God, she's terrible, man. Like, black people do not be fooled. Um Progressives do not be fooled by this woman, man. Um, she didn't want to release them from jail because this, these were the, the, the uh, uh, these were the prisoners who could be, uh, who who are like jail trustees, right? So they they had a lot of freedom in the, in the jails, like minimum security, um, and they did a lot of jobs in jail. So she didn't want to release them early because she wanted them to do jobs in jail. Mm-hmm. And also, she wanted them to do jobs for the state. Like, a lot of prisoners fought those fires, those wildfires in, Cal- in, in, in California. Yep. And she did not want to release them because they wanted, a, they wanted a labor source where they can pay these people $1 an hour I thought, I thought it was to a risk day. their I it was lives. A day, but I, think, I think it's a day. But it's a day? It might be a day, a day, man. But what's the difference between a, day, a dollar an hour and a dollar a day, man? Yep. When you're in prison, and I and just and uh, for for that, I want I wanted to just add to that um, when these prisoners they they're they're fighting fires. Not only are they working for a dollar a day, but when they're released, after they're released, they 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 cannot uh, they cannot 
they're not qualified. They're they're not allowed to uh, to actually become firefighters. Yes, because they can't get. Oh my god! These people have the expertise, and they've been working and have the experience, but they have you know where you're convicted of a felony. Check mm-hmm. on the uh, application, mm-hmm. so they can't get the job, man. Just yep. imagine somebody arguing that, and then coming up here and telling she's a progressive and, and wanting our vote. Nah, nah. Um, she to get juicy. Okay. <laughs> um, right. She opposed the bill um, requiring the uh, the uh, uh, attorney general to investigate police shootings. <laughs> I let that sink in. <laughs> you know, as a former resident of living out there, so that's why I was letting you have your moment. Bro, I know. I know what, what I used to Ooh, experience and what I saw living out there. She was against body cameras. Like, come on, man. What kind of a friend is this? Why should we vote for her? If you care about uh, criminal justice you know, reform, or if you call yourself a progressive, we care about black issues. You know what I mean? Um, she was against legalization of marijuana. Nah, damn it. <laughs> she re- until last year. Not nah. because it's popular. So that's what you really care about. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah, I see I where this is coming from. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, T. I see where you at. Okay. And <laughs> another one, man. Uh, she refused to take a uh, position on Proposition Forty Seven. Again, that was a proposition to release people early. Um, prisoners who are model prisoners who had a good chance of making once making it once they got out. She was against it. So she's she's for fucking jailing people. Uh, you mean except except for uh, bankers who steal people's except people's, bankers who steals people's houses except for that that that's cool yeah I got some more but we could talk but go ahead too. nah you know nah you, know, you hit some great points and when I read the article I said the same thing I said yo living out there you saw a lot of you know just egregious behavior and and the thing that used to get me when I lived out there I'm like yo but this is a sister like why is she acting you know so just like she's worse than a right wing you know politician. And, you know, it, it, she basically adopted the Clinton, you know, way of handling crime, being tough on crime as a Democrat, right? She wanted to show that she could be tough on crime. And, and you know, unfortunately, my black people, when they get in positions of power, even in, in a political, on a political stage, they just want to act as if they have to be tougher than the average, you know, candidate or political candidate. And you're like, mm-hmm. there you go with the BS. But the other thing I would touch on as well you know, if people don't know, you know, California it has the highest population of prisons in the country, right? Mm-hmm. And she saw the growth of prisons. There would be there were more prisons being built in schools, and it was almost like under her. It was like crazy because it was under her watch. And again, it, I couldn't understand it. And you know, I, I you know I made a joke, you know, about when the marijuana topic came up. But yeah, it was one of them things like. Everyone was saying, look, you know, marijuana, you know, Colorado's killing it. You see the, the model there. We see the model in Washington State. And she was against it. And only when she had, you know, that she was getting that momentum to feel like she wanted to run for president. Mm-hmm. And then run for Senate, excuse me, to run for, to do it for a Senate run is when she finally turned, you know, t- had a change of heart on, you know, the whole marijuana legalization issue. So, yeah, she's definitely, you know, a wolf in sheep's coat. You know, I, I you know, I lived it. I saw it. I, you know, I was definitely always saluting her as a sister, saying, hey, you know what? You know, it's good to see a woman doing a thing. And, of course, just looking at it from the outside. But yeah. when you really dig deep and you really peel back the lens of the onion, man, you got to be careful because a lot of, you know, and I know Sir, he's going to have, you know, he's going to be, but I told you so. <laughs> but it's definitely one of those things where you have to be careful of these Democrat, these centrists. You know, these, these blue dogs. Yeah. You got to be very careful because they come out and, you know, especially for us, mm. us as black people, we're always looking at the Democrat. If you're black, we're like, all right, we're going to show you love off the rip without even doing the research. But be careful, man. You know, wolves in sheep's clothing, man. You know, um, I want to applaud you guys. You know, I want to applaud you guys for finally coming to your your senses, coming to a realization, finally coming to to uh, to thinking and uh, and seeing things uh, as how they are. I feel like like Nas said, like I feel like a proud dad watching his sons that made it. Finally, I feel I feel pretty good. It feels pretty good to see see his sons grow up and watch them, and you know, just grow grow up, become become proud, proud, proud black men. I, oh, this is touching to me. This up. Um, <laughs> 
feel, you know what? Feel, in, in this instance, you are right. I feel, I feel, I feel great right now. In this instance, you are right. I'm, I'm always, I'm always right. I'll okay. give you that. I'm always right. But I didn't know shit about this woman. <laughs> Shut up, sir. I ain't listen to that bullshit. But yes, I will give you credit. No, you you were the first one on it. You know what I'm saying? You definitely spotted the, the BS. And like I said, living out there, you know, you always, you know, you try, you know, as black people, man, let's keep it a book. We try to give us a, the benefit of the doubt. Like, nah, you know, she bugging a little bit on this issue. Or maybe she bugging a little bit on this topic. Okay, you're trying to, you know, make sure you're being tough on crime and show that you're not, you won't be a pushover. But damn, you ain't got to be this egregious. But you get to the point where you're like, okay, and again, living there and seeing some of the policies that were implemented when she was attorney general, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, man, what's up with Shorty? She bugging out a little bit. And I'm like, damn, she a black woman? Like, what you like? What's up with you? You know what I mean? So, but again, you know, we gotta stay woke, right? So if you gotta stay woke, you gotta watch everybody. You know, as far as far as I'm concerned, um, when I found out that she was she's been like uh, she's got received the endorsement of every single police union and police, uh, police, uh, police organization in California. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed. That's all I need. That's all. That's all I need to fucking say. Hell, hell the fuck. No, you know, that, that's all I really need. Um, for me, Kamala Harris is um, an indication of uh, you know what? I'll step back a little bit. Uh, because I've, I see, I saw a lot of people this week when people were pushing back on Kamala Harris, talking about, oh, you need to people defending her. Oh, you need to give, you need to give her a chance. Look at, look at what she did. She's, she became a senator. Blah blah blah. All this stuff, and you need to defend. Even if, even if you don't agree with all her policies, all this shit, you know, you should, you should still support her. Why? Fuck what, that. What the fuck? What the fuck for? Why would, why would I support someone, someone like this? This is exactly what, what, what. Um, really pisses me off when a lot of these a lot of these Democrats they talk about oh even if you only agree with like fifty point one percent of her policies or whatever you should you should you should uh, you should support her no absolutely absolutely the fuck not there there is no way that I would ever support Kamala Harris and this is exactly what what a lot of Democrats do when they try to push all these centrist Democrats towards you they they wanna they want to um, they want to get as as far right wing as they possibly can. Uh, up, up till the point where you know what you where you just uh, people are like you know what I, I I can't I can't deal with it and it always and when 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 these people they 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 they, they go to the right wing uh, they, and they they become like uh, become um, conservative lights it's always on people on black people's back it's never on gay people's back she 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 supported all all the all the gay gay legislation all the gay, all the all the lgbt prop uh, legislation that they all oh. want, that they all wanted she refused to uh enforce the ban on gay marriage mm-hmm. exactly right exactly exactly but meanwhile she's throwing niggas in in, in prison and paying them a dollar to fight fires but she doesn't want she don't want to let them out it's always like i said it's always on the backs of black people that people that people are are, are willing to willing to compromise or whatever on their on, on their shit, they're, 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 the move to the right. But as far as like um, you know, um, for women's issues, for gay 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 marriage, whatever whatever it is, then that's that's just the one line they can't cross. Uh, so, but for anything that affects black people, then then they're they're they're, they're certainly willing to, to to cross that. But another thing I wanted I wanted I wanted to um, to point out is the fact that Kamala Harris. Um, she was uh, crying all these crocodile tears for uh, for people who were being separated at the border, uh, families and everything. When as a prosecutor, she uh, she she put forth and and, and enforced um, a, legisla- a legislation a policy to jail uh, the parents oh, yeah, of true of that. truant children <clears throat> in in San Francisco. So let me get this straight: you're against separating. Parents from their children when they're crossing the border, but you're for separating and incarcerating the parents of the families and the parents who didn't do anything, who didn't do anything wrong when their when their children skip school. Nah, b nah, I ain't, I ain't fucking with that. And she laughed. Yeah, yeah, she. she I saw her talk about it. She laughed. Mm-hmm. She. Uh, she laughed about it, man. What mm-hmm. the fuck is so funny, man? What's what's funny about that? Lock your parents up mm-hmm. for for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like to me, man, she not only is she wrong on policy, but I think she's she's a flawed she has she's a flawed person, right? Like I don't think she's I don't think she's a moral person, right? Like I don't give a fuck. Look, she had an she, <laughs> she had an affair with the mayor of uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Willie Brown, mm-hmm. a sixty-year-old man when she was twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hell 
He got her two jobs. I think she was while she was um, the prosecutor, making like a hundred thousand dollars each job. That is like a no show, no you know one of those type of jobs where you don't have to do shit, right? Doing something strange for some change, right? And then as soon as she got where she wanted to be, she turned on the dude and stabbed him in the back. Hit that ass when I moved on, dog. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She did the same thing to in in the in the the DA's office in, in San Francisco. She, the guy he she, he she was working for was her mentor. Soon as she got what she wanted and she knew she could beat him, she turned around and stabbed him in the back. Oh yeah, she a dangerous motherfucker. Man. She is. She's like she her naked ambition just less allows her to do whatever she has to to get to where she wants to be. Get you know it. what I'm saying? She's not a good person. She's wrong on the issues. She's flawed morally. And look, man, I don't care. They can yell sexism all they want. I, I I I can't fuck with uh, Kamala Harris, man. Well, uh, you know, I hope people understand this. You know, especially black people. This is the message to y'all. Always remember, there were black slave owners, and at times they were worse than the white ones. Do your research. Yeah. Now, and don't let them guilt you, especially in the primary. The primary is when you should really be going hard for what you believe in. Mm-hmm. Bitch, please. So, um, my next logical follow-up question is, uh, uh, for, first of all, thank you guys for, uh, I, I, I feel so proud right now again. So, I really, I really appreciate you guys, uh, you guys, uh, you guys, what you, what you got to say? You know, I feel, I feel good, you know. So, you know what, you guys get extra dessert tonight. So, um, <laughs> this nigga's tripping. So, um, my next logical follow-up question is, uh, if she becomes a nominee, are you voting for her? No. We'll cross well, that. You know, that's a damn, that's a great question. Hold on, I didn't react. I, I had an emotional reaction. You know what, I could say no now, but I maybe think it did. That, we'll cross that bridge when we have to, man. Right now, we need to just focus on not letting her get the nomination. Yeah, I ain't going to lie, bro. Yep, I agree. I, it, you know, I, I could say no off the rip now because it'll be hard. I mean, I would hate to be that dude, but if, it, if she, and you're saying, okay, so are you saying the Republican, of course, up against Trump? Damn. Yeah, I have to. It'll be tough. I might have to sit that one out. And I know I was the one that be going off about people who did that in the last election. But I mean, shit. It's almost like the lesser two evils. How damn? <laughs> you know, like damn. Who yeah, this is. I mean, fuck. And you know what? And we have to. And somebody needs to be punished, man. You know what I'm saying? We can't reward her with the presidency after a record like this. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then I would think. You know what I'm saying? Like you would think in your mind, well, y'all. Right now she's talking all that progressive stuff, talking about Medicare for all. And you know, that good stuff, she's talking that good talk, but that's this is the primaries, man. Wait till mm-hmm. she gets in the in the in the, in the general. Yep, she's hey, gonna change her she, mind. So yep, she, I can't. First she, of all, I can't goes, trust her. I can't yep. trust somebody like that who doesn't have a core belief. Like yeah. somebody shows you who they are. Like um, <laughs> what's some college say? Hey, Angela, Angela, you are and believe. No, show me you are and believe. Believe. Show you who they are. Believe. Believe. Mhm. Why are you bringing up old so, shit? Yeah, it's a tough one. Man. She police. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a very satisfying segment. But uh, let's move on. Uh, so Meek Mill and Jay Z recently uh, launched a criminal justice organization. So uh, joining forces uh, with leaders in the music, sports, and business world, uh, including Jay Z, uh, Meek Mill. Uh, announced on Wednesday the launch of a Reform Alliance, a new criminal justice reform organization chaired by himself and his friend uh, Philadelphia 76ers owner Michael Rubin. The organization, which will be led by longtime criminal justice reform advocate and CNN commentator Van Jones, aims to drastically reduce the number of people who are under control of the criminal justice system by changing laws and public opinion, uh, according to a press release. What do you guys think about this? Take it away. Yeah, no, no, it's definitely commendable. You know, shout out Meek Mill. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, again, you know, commendable. You know, because he could have definitely, you know, had a had a blind eye. 
I mean, let's think about it. You know, even though Meek Mill, you know, he caught his charge when he was, you know, a young man, I believe 18 or so, but he became successful, you know, through the midst of everything. And by him becoming successful, he could have been on something like, well, yo, I'm a rapper, I'm a, you know, celebrity rapper, I'm doing my thing, you know, signed to a major label, I'm signed to Rock Nation, you know, Rick Ross, yo, I'm in here, but I'm going to get out and, yo, y'all need to defend for yourselves, figure it out. But he, you know, you know, woke up. And because he surrounded himself with the circle, I mean, let's look at his circle, Bob Crabb, Michael Rubin, you know what I'm saying? This dude is not running around, and, you know, Jay-Z, excuse me for that matter as well. He's not running around with, you know, you know with just any old body. He's running around people with influence, and let's be real, people with bread, you mm-hmm. feel me? And for him to just be able to say, I'm going to be responsible with my position and my platform, and to be able to speak against criminal justice and, you know, and speak on prison reform, you know, it, it speaks volumes, man. I shout him out, you know, for being a mature dude. You know, let's be real. Being a freedom fighting activist is not popular, nor does it pay well, nor is it, you know, nor is it lucrative. But mm-hmm. he's saying, you know what, I'm willing to sacrifice that. I'm willing, I'm willing to use my platform and to be able to step up and align himself with influential people to start to address the issue and move it forward. You know, it's commendable, man. And I shout out Meek Mill for the growth and Jay-Z, you know, of course, using his platform. I mean, this is not his first time. You know, bringing bring light, even though for us who are familiar with the Khalid Browder story prior to the documentary, you know, airing on, um, you know, with Spike TV, I believe, and now it's all over the place. But for him to be able to step up and use his platform and meet, you know, just stepping up to say, you know what, it's not about me, but it's about us. And as he said, what's free? It's not just because I'm free doesn't mean, you know, anything unless we all free, you know, those who are being in prison for just petty crimes and being on probation for decades for, you know, BS, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. shout them out for real. Shout them both out. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how uh, I don't understand what's the what's the connection between uh, McNeil and Kraft because Robert uh, Kraft is a Republican. He's a if I'm not mistaken, he was a Trump voter. Yeah, well, Robert Kraft, I think he just like he probably has like friends who well people who know who knew McNeil or, or whatever. And I know he he went and visited him in uh, in, in prison, I think something mm-hmm. like that. So uh, they must have like formed some kind of some kind of relationship together. Yeah, and- yeah, Bob Crabb be trying to be on, you know, he's that old guy trying to be cool shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he, he's a playboy right now. <laughs> you know, dude dating some young chick. I mean, but you know, I ain't talking bad about Bob Crabb. He's all <laughs> my squad, you know what I mean? So don't be trying to come and throw in hate well, in this. Well, know? you know what? Um, wherever the, whatever the motivation is, hey, it's welcome. His, uh, his, his, his reach and, you know, his influence is, is welcome, man. It's, you know, shouts out to Jay-Z, man. Shouts out to Meek Mill. Um... Yeah, you know they're using it. They're using the power for good. So, um, you know, and and for the fact for like Robert Kraft and uh, the owner is it, is it the Eagles or the uh, the Sixers? The Sixers, right? yeah, yeah, the man. And, and for that to even be like bipartisanship uh, agreement on criminal justice reform, and for somebody like Kamala Harris to be so fucking backwards on the issue. I just want to commend those people, man. That are those they're actually taking those steps, man. Shouts out to them. I agree. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to uh, the camel for coming off of uh, <laughs> having the uh, best verse of the year last year to now uh, starting off with the uh, uh, launching a criminal justice organization. So shout out to the right. camel. Relax. Can we get a rock? Damn, man. man Shout out! Shout out to the camel. I also want to say, where's Nas as a criminal justice organization? I'm just I'm just asking questions here. I'm just asking. So, yeah. So, let's just celebrate Jay Z for today, all right? <laughs> Every day. There's no need to throw shots. Every day. Shout out Jay Z. Shout out Meek Mill. Every day. Okay. So let's move on. Uh, speaking of Nas, um, uh, Nasty Nas's pockets just got filthier. On uh, January 22nd, uh, Business Wire announced that uh, media tyrant uh, Viacom uh, has agreed to a def- definitive deal with uh, Nas's Queensbridge Venture Partners. To acquire their Pluto TV streaming service for $340 million. Uh, the service that was founded in 2013 has accumulated over 130 partnerships uh, with TV networks, media networks, and major film studios, allowing Pluto to offer more than 100 streamable TV channels in all genres of entertainment. Pluto TV uh, uh, is compatible with almost every device with streaming capabilities, including Android and iOS products, for a monthly rate. What do you guys think about this? Shouts out to Nas. <laughs> the reluctant businessman. You know, coming in and just destroying shit, you know. Um, 
this is a huge payday for them because I think they put in millions for this particular uh, for this particular app uh, for this particular business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to shout them out, man. And you know, also uh, want to shout out his manager, Anthony Soler. I think that's how, how you pronounce his name. Um, that dude came on like maybe like eight years ago. Started managing Nas uh, when Nas was going had his troubles with the IRS. Um, he was like twenty six, you know. Yeah. And he was, he's a young dude, right? I don't even think he's 35 right now. And he just did such a great job, man, guiding out his career and getting him into businesses, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and just to even think outside of the box to say, okay, let's start a venture capital uh, business, right? Because you would think, you know, the standard rapper, brand, you know, companies, liquor. Liquor, yeah. Record label. Jeans. Merchandise, yeah, right? Yeah. Clothing, fashion. This guy said, why can't we just get our money together and start, you know, become a cap- a, um, venture capitalists? Mm-hmm. Like, that's an idea most people would not even have. You know what I mean? Like, we went to business school. That idea would have never occurred to me because it seems so out of reach, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like something like those people do. <laughs> those mm-hmm. very wealthy people do. For them to think about that, I got to give them, you know, a shout out for that, man. That was brilliant, like outside of the box thinking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They even they even inspired Jay Z to start his own venture capital uh, yep. uh, business. He calls it Marcy. Um, nah, yeah. I forget the name. I don't remember. Uh, I think he calls it's it with an A. Something with an A, but I can't remember. I thought he called it Marcy. <laughs> Biting. That's a kid. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you go. No, but this, this Jay Z slander will not prosper on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> But yo, man, shouts out to them, man, for real. I just want to say that Jay Z is almost a billionaire already, so that's catching up to do. So I'm just saying, go ahead, T. Yo, you know, of course, you know, shout out to the goat. You know what I mean? Um, shout out, you know, I, I was definitely proud, proud of the dude. I mean, let's look, you know, look at some of the notable companies from the portfolio from Queensbridge, Queensbridge Ventures. We got Pluto, we got the Ring. You know what I'm saying? And, that was sold to Amazon. So, you know, and, and a few, and now Bevel is another prosperous business, which Lift. just recently was acquired by um, um, P- P- Procter & Gamble. Mm-hmm. So, Nas is doing his thing. I mean, let's be real. Nas has, has a great eye for, you know, him and him and his manager and his Queensbridge Ventures. They have a great eye for businesses and for startup businesses and offering capital. You know, I just hope they go to the next level now. You know, as far as doing venture capitalism work and just really putting money into startup companies, now to start acquiring shares, becoming active investors, right, of organizations so that they can start really making decisions. Like, I would love to see them make a play for a major entertainment company, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go after, like, become an active investor, like, call, I, like you know, like a Sony Music or like a Adafire.com or at any major entertainment um, company where you can start moving, you know, and moving the organization and, and making headway in the organization to make decisions. When you start getting into that next level of investing, that's when I can say, yo, we make it moves, not just becoming partners or just doing venture capitalism type work and then selling the company off and spinning it off. We want to start getting into these companies where you just start becoming active investors and major shareholders of an organization where your votes really move the company in the, in, in the direction you want to see it going. So, but shout out to Nas, man, doing his thing. I have, an, I have an app too, Nas. I have an idea for an app. Oh boy. All right, well, don't give it away. Queensbridge. I'm not, 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 not on the air. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit up uh, Queensbridge Ventures. You should t- take a lift to Queensbridge Ventures and, uh, and let them know. Pitch uh, this idea. Let's, let's not forget that Nas... Shark, Shark Tank style. Let's, let's not forget that Nas started Lyft also. I mean, he, he started no he start, he started on his own. He uh, he wrote the code and everything. He did the app. He did he did everything. He did all the marketing, everything. He did the books. He's he, did, he did everything. He's... I mean, he could he could he could do everything. The man can he can do no wrong. If, so. if if anybody can do it, it's Godson can do it. Apparently, <laughs> or the investor or the investor. Apparently. <laughs> so let's move on to uh, another story. So, um, Brooklyn rapper uh, Takashi sixty nine has a new moniker, Takashi Snitch nine. So the trash talking uh, hip hop star has pleaded guilty to nine racketeering gun and uh, drug charges and is cooperating with the feds. Uh, newly unsealed documents revealed on Friday. What do you guys think about this story? Let me, let me do my Takashi voice. You stupid! <laughs> you stupid! I, I'm snitching! <laughs> 
Yo. Treyway. Tre- <laughs> Rain Rainbow Skittles. Mm. <laughs> this dude. I mean, you know, you know, it just goes to show you kids, crime don't pay. Look, beat the thuggish, look, the thuggish, ruggish roll, the, the street, you know, I'm hood, I don't snitch, I'm gangbanging, all, all of that in rap, man, let's cut it out, man. Bullshit. Have a good time. It should be played out. Look, I'm saying right now on the Three's Kings podcast, we're going to enact it right now. It's over. The thug, the thuggish gangbanging talk on records and being in the music industry, it's over. It's over. Because you can see it does not pay. When they threw them football numbers at homeboy, he went like this. What? Uh, pardon me, um, sir. I, I don't know what you're talking about there. I can give you everybody in my organization. Like, so I use the big words like organization. <laughs> he, he, like, he said, forget gang and my clique. He's like, oh, the organization I'm involved with. Um, we, we've done many illegal activities. If you like us to you know, document them for you, I sure can. Come on. Was it none yeah. of that blood talk? What wasn't all that, you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? We 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 go, we have to do the work, you know what I'm saying? Put in work. No, it wasn't none of that. He was up there copping police, signing deals, speaking in correct English, Daniel Hernandez. Daniel cut it out, man. Cut it out, boy. Y'all need to cut it out, man. Oh my god, you don't have to get in this game with that monica, that thuggish ruggish talk. Cut it out. Yo, that boy, man, he got uh, talk about getting in over your head. Um, <laughs> the thing is, man, like, you can portray that image uh, without having to uh, troll people in real life. You know what I'm saying? Just be a studio gangster, man. You'll make your money. But this guy, he's totally out of control. Like, he, because he had those guys behind him. And those guys are, you know, actual gang members or whatever. They're criminals, career criminals. Because a lot of them were in their, uh, <laughs> their mid-30s. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't even part of his generation. You know what I mean? Some of them late 30s. Um, so they just saw him, they just saw that dude as, as, you know, a meal. You know, something to come up from, you know. Um, and he just, he took trolling way too far. He thought he was on the internet and real life just smacked him in the face. You know? And now he's going to have to... He, you know, he snitched on everybody. He's going to get, I don't know how many, he was facing a ton of years. So I don't even know with snitching how, much, how many years he's going to get. Uh, but he's definitely going to do time. He's going to be in PC. He can't come back after snitching like that and being in PC and become a rapper. You know what I mean? So, hey, his career, he could have made, made millions, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're here trying to keep it too real, man. You ordering a hit. Keeping on it real camera. Goes wrong. Keeping it real hey, goes wrong. Dave, Dave Chappelle, hey, Dave Chappelle was a prophet, man. He said it real. When he said it the realest. Yeah. Keep real goes wrong. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and you know, you know, but to your but hold up, but I'm gonna you know, um, contrary to your point, Rob, he can't come back into hip hop. These kids don't care. It's their world, man. This is what they live in. You know, they respect they respect the sh- the person who gets shot, not the shooter. <laughs> they respect the snitch. Hey, you yeah, know what? If, if if Rick Ross could come back from being a CEO, then I think probably Takashi Six Nine could come back. If if the music's good, shit. Yeah, I agree Maybe. with you. They, they, Maybe they don't care. I'm giving the I'm giving this generation way too much credit. You did. I'm giving yeah yeah I'm giving them too much credit. Hey, this this shit didn't work out for Bobby Schmurder. I mean, he 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 basically got he got he got time too. I mean, he he didn't he wasn't doing all the antics of uh, Takashi Six Nine, but I mean, shit, he was like he was snitching on songs and. And whatnot, and now these, these people they, they think you can do all these all this stuff on, on music on social media, and it won't get back to them. But shit, you're 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 popping. You're you're a hot artist. Yeah, people are gonna want to like take you down. People are gonna want to make make a make a name off of your name and uh, and and pull a Kamala Harris on your ass, basically. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's no there's no there's no there's no question about it. I mean, wow, make an example out of your ass. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's 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 too bad what happened to him. I mean, he had to he had to he had some he had some good music, but he had to he had the the he had the he let the trolling uh, take over essentially, uh, and now he's gonna have to pay. He's gonna pay for it. Essentially. You know what? I've never listened to a uh, Takashi Six Nine song. He's, he's got some Ever. the one the one he had, the one he had with Nicki Minaj is good. I just know him as a personality. <laughs> Yo, but yo, but the you know if you ever watch the Boondocks, man, they they predict a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? remember the one that's the uh, 
the episode about Gangsta Delicious. Yeah. When he was on TV rapping about how he fucked somebody up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they arrested him right there. Yeah. <laughs> Snitching on yourself. That's all all these kids do, man, is snitch on themselves just for clout. Yep. Bro, I tell them all, I say it all the time to people, yo. You're basically recording your own indictment. That's, and, you know, it's unfortunate, like you mentioned, sir, about Bobby Schmurder, you know. He basically wrapped his indictment. Yep. Who the fuck does that? Yep. We came up in an era, shut up. Stop moving silence, you dig? Bad boys moving silence. Mm-hmm. This is cats be on record, Instagram, Facebook, you name the platform. And they're just indicting themselves and talking about stop snitching. They need to have a t-shirt that says stop snitching with a, with a finger pointing back at them. <laughs> stop snitching on yourself. Stop dry snitching. Yeah. Self-indictments I played out. <laughs> basically, basically. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, how much time he gets, and uh, if he's able to come out and actually uh, uh, recapture some of uh, the status that he has that he had going in. But honestly, uh, I, I pretty much doubt it. So, um, so that that, that concludes uh, today's podcast. If you want to uh, uh, contact us, uh, please contact us at official three kings podcast at gmail Oh, Rob, we wanted to ask. Uh, uh, how many uh, how many requests for your wife that you uh, you got in the last, since the last uh, the last episode? People want to know by email. Yeah, I haven't checked email yet. What about Instagram or Facebook or anything? Uh, I don't. I didn't give up my Instagram. <laughs> I'll check email. I'll, I'll let you guys know. Okay. All right. <laughs> keep it. Keep a tally. The the people the view the the listeners want to know. Okay. So if you want to contact us, please uh, contact us on Facebook. Uh, and um, and uh, Instagram at official Three Kings Podcast and on Twitter at Three Kings Podcast. And with that, we're out, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Peace. G. Classic hip hop shit. Doctor D R E. Rose and J. Let's get them. We started out mopping floors, and now we front row at the awards. Number one for the last 20 years If you real, motherfucker, scream cheers Motherfucker, scream cheers And it is what it is